the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Together for Good, brought to you by Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. Together for Good exists to recognize and uplift the many people working together for the good of San Antonio and the surrounding communities. Now here's the host of Together for Good, Cody Knowlton. Hello and welcome back to Together for Good. This show is being brought to you by the Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio as a part of our mission to honor our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and our Baptist heritage by encouraging and funding health-related programs at area nonprofits and churches. Through Together for Good, we connect our audience to the great work of area nonprofits and churches. Well, over the last few months, we've dug deep into many different arenas that affect physical and mental health. But today, we're going to take a deep dive into one of the most important aspects of individual and community health, and that is spiritual health. Being spiritually healthy allows us to find meaning in our lives, helps us build stronger, intangible qualities like faith, hope, and grace, inspires us to carry on through difficult times, and connects us to the divine. For myself and for Christians all around the world, a foundational part of building spiritual health is the reading of God's Word. And while individual study is great and has many benefits, Christians coming together to learn in community is powerful and has incredible potential to change communities. One global organization focused on the life-changing power of God's Word is Bible Study Fellowship, or BSF, and it's based right here in San Antonio. Today, I am deeply honored to have on Together for Good the Executive Director of BSF, Holly Roberts. And Holly uh, joined the BSF Headquarters staff in 2018. She previously served as a Regional Director and Chief Field Development Officer before becoming the Executive Director. So, Holly, welcome to Together for Good. We are so glad you're here with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Well, awesome. Well, let's just start off here. I mean, why does the world and our community need BSF? Well, Bible Study Fellowship exists to magnify God and mature his people through what we call in-depth Bible studies. And what we hope and pray happens as people study the Bible is it will produce in them a passionate commitment to Christ, his word, and his church. And so BSF offers the opportunity to take Bible study all the way from learning new information about the Bible, learning new things in the Bible, all the way to application. In other words, if BSF's doing its job in the community, then you are finding BSFers around the community serving, getting involved, um, living out their faith through acts of kindness, living out their faith through love and generosity, pouring back into the community. It's an extension of what God intended the body of Christ to be in any community, a witness to his goodness and his love. So every community needs a Bible study fellowship because every community needs people who are being trained in God's word and who are being encouraged to apply it and live it 
spread out, either through their churches or in their neighborhoods or in their workplaces. Yeah. I think I heard you say, and I think it was you that said it's moving from biblical facts to biblical truth. And I thought that was so well said and exactly what BSF is doing is it you know a lot of us were in Sunday school go to church and all that and so we know the facts of the Bible but how much of that translates to the truth and what we're really living out in our daily lives so you know tell us a little more from a historical perspective how did BSF get started how did it land in San Antonio well it's a great story because in 1952 um, five women came to a woman her name is Audrey Weatherall Johnson And Miss Johnson had been a missionary in China. She'd had to move to the United States because of health concerns, and she was living in California. And Miss Johnson was a missionary at heart. She just wanted to teach people the Bible. So these five women come to her. They already go to church. In Miss Johnson's view, they already know the Bible. But they ask Miss Johnson, would you teach us the Bible? And so she agrees to do that. But she's famous for saying, I will not spoon feed. You. And so she began to think about the methodology she would use to teach the Bible. Well, from those five women, church pastors began to learn about BSF. And in fact, it was church pastors who came to Miss Johnson and said, we want you to teach our people the Bible. We want you to come alongside and be an extension, an arm of the church. Um, so she began to teach and train. And as someone would move, BSF would pop up in a new place and in a new community. In 1980, Miss Johnson's getting ready to retire from being the executive director. And the new executive director is an active member of a class here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. Rosemary Jensen. Okay. And so when Rosemary is named the next executive director of Bible Study Fellowship, she can see that BSF is in a phase of growing. And we we spend a lot of time in leadership training and development. And so there's some people here in the San Antonio area that donate this piece of land. At the time, it was very far out of the city, but now it's just 1604 in Huebner, uh, where we all would recognize. And they donate a piece of land, and that becomes the foundation for the next season of BSF's ministry and the headquarters of BSF. But it was really a new executive director and the generosity of some local people in San Antonio that landed BSF here. That's awesome. I'm glad BSF is here. I know. That that is wonderful. Um, Can you tell us uh, a little bit more about the fourfold approach to studying God's Word? That's that's very unique to BSF. So tell us about that. Well, it goes back to Ms. Johnson saying, I'm not going to spoon feed you. So initially, she told those five women, if you want to learn the Bible, I'm going to write some questions for you, and you are going to answer those questions each week in preparation for coming to the Bible study. And so that became number one of the fourfold approach. And then they would come together, and before she would teach them, these women would discuss their answers. And there's something really beautiful that happens when everybody studies independently, but you come together and you share what you've learned. And that became step two of the fourfold approach. It was only after the participants would do the questions and be a part of a discussion group that Ms. Johnson would then teach them something, and that became step three. And as she was teaching them, she recognized that they were writing copious notes, and she realized maybe she needed to put together some notes so they could just sit back and listen, and that became step four. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it really was 
was revolutionary. Now we see other Bible studies that have adopted a similar style or approach, but it was born out of this thought that I'm not going to spoon feed you the Bible. I want you to be an active learner in the study of God's word. And that's how we got it. Wow. Amazing. I I never knew the whole complete history on that. I've learned something. Well, how does BSF uh, balance providing a structured study framework like this fourfold approach but allowing space for reflection and processing within that group discussion? Oh, great question. So we hope that there's a lot of individual and reflection that's going on in these questions. Now, some people have called the questions homework. Um, We call them heart work. Mm -hmm. We say that's your opportunity to go and spend time in the Word of God and let the Word of God, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. But in the discussion group time, a few years ago, probably 10 years ago, actually, we began to realize that it could just feel like I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to answer the question. And that wasn't what was intended at all. And so we've really worked to train our group leaders for a more conversational style discussion um, to really allow the participants to talk to each other. It's not a teacher style where the teacher asks a question and people answer. And in doing so, that's allowed for more processing and personal reflection. And even in the moment, being able to say, you know what you just said makes me think about something that I'm learning along the way. So we've changed our methodology a bit to help with that. Mm-hmm. Holly, how does a Bible study, particularly in a group setting, contribute to fostering a sense of community and support? Well, so you might expect that I'm going to tell you a story about a group of women or even a group of adults. But I thought I might tell you how it's fostering a sense of community right here in the San Antonio area in students, Mm -hmm. specifically high school students. And I reached out to a friend of mine who's a student leader in one of the classes, and she was telling me that the community of students that's being built right now through BSF is absolutely incredible. This high school level of students has a diverse group of students. Uh, A few of them have known each other since middle school, but some of them are brand new to the community. And they are so excited to get together each week and study God's word together. They are building a community and a sense of belonging. They are coming from different backgrounds and different ethnicities. And they are finding this connection and this relationship of things that teens struggle with. And so they're not only meeting at BSF, but they are looking for opportunities to hang out with one another. They are building relationships that are going to last long beyond what happens at a BSF class night. And their story is not unique. That happens with men and with women and with students all over the world where you find an unexpected group of people that when you study God's word together and when you live these experiences you have each week and you share about them and when you pray for one another, you begin to develop a sense of community and relationship with people you might not have ever encountered in any other way. That's right. Kind of building off that, I mean, what ways do you see BSF positively influencing class members? You know, into those challenging times. And there are going to be challenging times, especially when you're with somebody, you know, from, say, a September to May. Life's going to happen, you know. So how how is that working? Well, um, so Jesus will tell us in the book of John that you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I think one of the most... um, 
powerful testimonies that we hear along the way is that through a consistent and regular study of God's Word, people are finding freedom. They're finding freedom from sin. Uh, We have men who will tell us about the freedom from their pornography addiction. They are finding freedom from anxiety, freedom from the worries and the cares of this world. I mean, when the Bible says, when God says, do not be afraid. Um, And most of us in challenging times, what rises up is the fear. So we find that that regular pattern of taking every thought captive, of being in the word of God, of seeing who God is in every moment is one of the things that positively influences class members and really families, because when a class member is changed, a family is often changed as well. That's right. Impact is fourfold, for sure. That's right. Folks, if you're just now joining us, welcome. We're glad you're joining us uh, for Together for Good, which is brought to you by the Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio. I'm your host, Cody Knowlton, and today we are honored to have Holly Roberts, uh, Executive Director of Bible Study Fellowship, and uh, we've been discussing spiritual health and how BSF's studies encourage spiritual growth in the community. Um, Holly, how does BSF tailor its resources and materials to address the specific needs and concerns of today's world? You know, on one level, I would say that we bring the timeless word of God to the narratives of today. Um, that in any given situation, we all need to remember who God is. And so we're constantly putting God on display in any one of our studies. But the other way that we do that is through an intentional teaching of the doctrines of Scripture, the truths of Scripture. And the way we teach doctrine is not just to tell you what it is or share the big word with you or even to define it, but we take it all the way to the point to say, this is what it looks like if you believe it. And this is what it looks like when you don't believe it. So we're constantly testing those doctrines and ways that you might see them applied in your life, um, understanding what the challenges of today are. Mm. So that's a way that the timeless narrative of the Word of God doesn't change. But understanding what am I seeing rise up in today's culture? And what does it look like if I really believe these truths of Scripture How will I respond in those moments? Mm. We're always challenging our people to think about that. Yeah, yeah. I know you've got many, but uh, would you have kind of one story? One You've touched on a couple before this, but do you have one specific one you'd like to share that's really talking about the impact BSF has made on someone individually? So we have a story of a husband and wife, and the husband dropped out of Bible Study Fellowship when the wife was incarcerated, when she was sent to jail. And for four years, he is struggling through this season while his wife is incarcerated. And she gets released and she comes back. And she doesn't recognize the man that she comes back to. And she says to him, honey, would you go back to BSF? So she'd gone away and he'd wandered away from just regular in-depth Bible study. And she said, you used to do it. Would you go back? I miss that man. And so he was able to go back into the word of God and find the Lord and understand the Lord in these challenging circumstances. And it's what his family needed in that moment. And I just think that's a really interesting You know, for all the different stories we hear, she saw something different. She wanted him back in God's word, and that brought leadership and a resolution back into their family that they needed, some wholeness in their family they needed. Wow. 
Wow. And y'all actually have BSF classes in prison. And I didn't know that until just recently. I always thought about it in a church model because mm-hmm. that's where you primarily do them. But tell us quickly yeah, about that. So we've got um, BSF classes that are on death row in Huntsville at the state prison. They, in fact, they call it life row. And we've had prisoners reach out to us. I have visited BSF classes in a prison outside of Houston, Texas, and sat through the richest discussion group that I've ever sat through for anywhere that I've been in BSF. And men who talked about what it looks like to live out their faith in prison. And, you know, you think about what kind of influence might you have here? And then you remember that a third of the New Testament was written by a man in prison. And so just knowing that the influence can come from inside of those walls. One of the men in the Houston prison told me that his wife was in a BSF class on the outside. And that was one thing they communicated about each week. It was something they had in common and to share about Mm. and to stay connected with until he could be released from prison. Wow. Well, well, the COVID pandemic, and I know we're all getting tired of talking about that, but it's uh, we're post-pandemic. But, you know, has that brought any unique challenges to group meeting uh, environments? And, you know, how did BSF adapt to supporting members during this time? Well, <laughs> was it yes, a challenge by chance? Yes, that, that could have been a challenge. That was a very nice way you put that. <laughs> um, one of the things we saw was the Lord was going ahead of us. So we were already working on ways to facilitate Bible study online. Mm-hmm. And so when the time came, uh, because we are global, our classes in Asia actually transitioned in December to an online arena. We learned a lot from watching those classes transition. So we were able to transition all in-person classes to online classes. And I would say any leader during that time probably feels like they got a crash course in how to lead online, but they did an amazing job. Mm. And what it's allowed us to do is open up and make Bible study fellowship more accessible to people now. So if you don't have time to drive across town or if you travel for work, you can now connect to a BSF group online. And yeah, there's been some challenges, but huge blessings along the way. Yeah. Well, I know BSF has a number of studies, and I believe John is coming up. Uh, just got finished in the Old Testament, so John's next. Are there any of the studies that have proven particularly effective in uh, promoting mental, spiritual, or emotional well-being amongst the groups? You know, I think that's a great question. Um, mostly, everybody's favorite study is the one they're in, and most of the time, everyone's study that helped them the most is the one they've just finished. But I will tell you that the book of John was expressly written so that people might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, and by believing that they would have life in his name. And all the way through the book of John, there's a story of what abundant life looks like. Mm -hmm. There's a narrative all the way through, and it surprises us what it looks like. Like if if you come join us this year and walk through the pages of scripture with us, you're going to see week after week after week, a picture of abundant life. So as I think about the answer to that question, I think John was written with people's spiritual and mental wellness in mind. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus didn't, he, he came to save, but salvation is an abundant life. It's not just a decision you make at some point. It's sanctification. It's it's justification and sanctification. So 
I choose the book of John. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't <laughs> agree more. John's one of my favorite. Well, how does BSF ensure uh, that its leaders and facilitators, and I was, I think I was reading that uh, there are over 50,000. That's correct. Uh, in fact, 50,160 is the exact number <laughs> I, I read, uh, that are equipped, and I'm getting ready to become one, as I mentioned to you earlier. Um, well, I did. So, uh, you know, how are you equipping, you know, the leaders to support the needs of the participants and do it effectively? So the uh, leader Leadership training that Bible Study Fellowship offers happens through a class leader that's sometimes called a teaching leader or a trainer of some type. But we write specific leadership training material for each of the individual roles. So you mentioned you'll be a group leader. So there's specific training and resources that we believe a group leader needs to be able to facilitate a group, to be able to navigate a hard conversation, to be able to keep somebody from being the person who monopolizes the conversation. We want to create an environment that is friendly and safe in which to share. So for each leadership role, whichever one it is in BSF, we have a phenomenal training team that is working on resources to help enhance those skills. And then the beautiful thing about BSF leadership is you find out you use those same skills out in the world, in your church, in your community, and many different places. Mm-hmm. Holly, what is your vision for the future of BSF? You're the leader of this organization as it relates to advancing spiritual health for individuals worldwide. You know, I know my own story in Bible Study Fellowship, and I know the freedom and the way that God used the regular study of his word to free me from anger, to give me a lot of freedom from insecurity, to help me release the places that I do not control. And my heart and desire is that we can be as accessible as possible, because I don't know anybody who doesn't need freedom from anger and insecurity and worry and even that freedom from I don't have to control everything. And that's actually a good thing. Um, To me, that's what BSF offers. And so we have lots of different ways that you can participate both in a BSF class or you can download our Word Go app and it's yours to use or develop or form a group. Um, And we're looking at other ways to reach the world with the truth of who Jesus is because we want to magnify God, but we also want to see his people matured. Yeah. Yeah. So last tally, how many people are involved in BSF worldwide? We probably should have said that at the beginning, but what a better way to kind of end it uh, that the impact y'all are making worldwide. Sure. So we we have about 400,000 men, women, and children involved at BSF at any given time. And what might be helpful to know about Bible Study Fellowship is we still see ourselves as a training and preparation ground. So we want you to stay and be trained and be prepared, and we count it as a great success story when you go on to serve in your church, when you go on to seminary, when you go on to make a difference in your community. So about any given point in time, we have about 400,000 people who are participating in some way, and we have countless number of people who have been through BSF for their season of preparation and are now serving in another way. Yeah, yeah. Well, considering when this airs, a new study is being launched, I guess, begins kind of first part of September. So how can listeners join a class and become involved with BSF no matter where they are? And it's my understanding that even a little small town somewhere, you may be surprised there could be a group right next door to you. So tell, tell us how that works. Yes. So our website to find a group is BSF International. 
org. There's a tab that says find a group and you can get on there. You can choose to find a group that meets online. You can choose to meet with a community of people who are intentionally international. It means you could be with people in uh, different time zones and different countries. You can choose or you can choose to meet with a group of people who meet locally. And, uh, and all, it's very easy to follow that information, male, female. And, and your zip code, and, and it will take you to options that you have. So that's the way to do it. And our U.S. classes start the first full week after Labor Day. So this is a great time to go on and find a group that works for you. You can click right there. It'll send a message to the people who need to know and get connected with a group. Right. And again, the study goes till, till May. It does. And uh, you get a Christmas break. You get a spring break. You know, just kind of give you the particulars here in case you're going, oh, my, that's a long period of time to commit to something. But it's generally once a week mm-hmm. that the groups are meeting for an hour or a couple hours thereabouts and so uh, I can speak from experience it's a good interaction it's a good group it's a good study and BSF does a great job on that so uh, Holly we're grateful for you we're grateful for BSF for uh, the legacy of commitment to God's word that y'all have exhibited for decades now and we're grateful for your leadership and we're we're thankful you came on our show today so um, we'd love to pray for you uh, before we depart today and uh, how can I specifically pray for you today Um, I think that if you would continue to pray for the ministry, we're in an exciting season. But because of COVID, in some ways, we are in a rebuilding season. And uh, so we acknowledge that we still got some places to rebuild. Okay, let's do that. Lord, we're, we're thankful for today, thankful for this program as we've talked to Holly and BSF. And uh, we're grateful for uh, what this organization represents and, and the lives it impacts. And Lord, as the new year begins, we pray for those that need to take a deeper dive in your word and maybe have been hesitant. Maybe the, the pandemic has sidelined them, that they'd want to come back. Uh, maybe it's through BSF. Maybe it's just through their local church. And so we lift, we lift those folks up. And we pray for Holly as she leads and guides. We pray for the board of BSF. We pray for the employees employees of BSF and all the, the 400,000 participants that are getting ready to come back. We just lift them up as they get back into John. And so, so thankful for Jesus. We're so grateful for your word, Lord. And we just uh, praise you and honor you. Thank you for the, our time together in Jesus name. Amen. Well, Holly, thanks for coming in today. Again, I can speak from personal experience that weekly intense Bible study discussed in a small group of peers is life-changing and definitely improved my spiritual health, so I'd recommend it to anybody. Uh, I encourage listeners to seek out a local BSF group and give it a chance uh, to change your spiritual life, too. Thank you all for listening. Uh, We hope you've been encouraged by the work being done in our community to improve the lives of our neighbors. Again, you can always catch our episodes anywhere you get your podcasts or by visiting Baptist Health Foundation of San Antonio's website, and that's bhfsa.org forward slash together for good. We'll be back next week with another great conversation about health matters and the work of our nonprofits in our area. God bless and take care, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today for Together for Good. We hope you've been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired. Until our next time together, may the Lord bless and keep you, and in all things, to God be the glory. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.